Hey, it's Tony Bruschi. When you're not listening to this podcast, be sure to check out one of our others, like this one, The Grave Talks. Every week, I talk with individuals who've been affected quite intimately and personally by the supernatural. We hear their stories one-on-one in our conversations. In fact, here's a 15-minute preview of one of this week's two new episodes of The Grave Talks. And if you like it, just search The Grave Talks wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe. Today on The Grave Talks, Horror at the Hinsdale House, a conversation with David Taylor and Christy Grisham. David Taylor and Christy Grisham are no strangers to the paranormal. They have had many years of combined experience investigating and discussing the world of the supernatural, although nothing could prepare them for what they would encounter at the infamous Hinsdale House. They'd soon discover something much stronger and darker than they ever had experienced before. Today, we discuss their terrifying experience on the Grave Talks. Well, it started uh, at a very young age. Um, I think I was like either five or six years old, and I was looking through a... uh, photo book with my grandmother and um we were looking through some pictures and i was like oh this is such a great picture and my grandmother goes oh that's your bapcha you know and i go oh i know who that is mm-hmm. and she goes how how do you know who that is and i go oh i see her all the time so i started seeing her around the house and in the house uh for a very very long time um, also, I was able to see uh, people's auras when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to call them uh, people's rainbows. Okay. Um, and so the best thing about my family, it was never discouraged. It was always encouraged. Uh, my grandmother was into the spiritual nature of things. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, and so it's been a fantastic journey that... Uh, I kind of left a little bit uh, throughout my teenage years and my college years, you know, and then I had the pleasure of moving to the Pacific Northwest. And that's really, really where it it really started to uh, spark for me of being uh, able to investigate such places as, you know, the uh, Shanghai tunnels in Portland, Oregon. Um, anywhere you go in Portland is, is just extremely, <laughs> extremely haunted. Um, you know, uh, going to the, uh, wreck of the Peter, Peter Irondale, Irondale, sorry. And, uh, also investigating, uh, what is it? Uh, Fort Stevens historic area. That was, that was a great investigation. Uh, also, uh, Kells in Seattle. <clears throat> there are many different things that led me to Christy Grissom. Uh, you know, with the starting of our haunted lives and meeting this wonderful woman. And if she can, I would love to love her to tell her story of her, her journey. Yeah. How did it all start for you, Christy? Well, the fact that he called me a lovely woman kind of threw me off. (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll add a couple bleeps to it to make it sound worse than it actually (laughs) was. Yeah. Okay. um, Let's see. Um, Okay, you want long-winded? Here we go. No. Um, Mine started uh, way before I can actually really put a stamp on it. But if I was going to put a stamp on it, it would be around the age of five or six at my grandmother's house in Stephenville, Texas. And um, 
there was a person that walked next to the the pull-out couch bed that my brother and I slept on when we visited. And she didn't look right. I mean, even at that age, I knew she didn't fit. Um, Now I realize it was, you know, period clothing, you know, probably dated back to the late 1800s. And she just walked past me and just the feeling of, do I tell somebody? Do I not tell somebody? Well, fast forward a few years more things happened and growing up and fortunately David had an outlet I however did not I was the daughter of a Baptist preacher I was heavily into the church and I didn't have a problem expressing those things I guess because I was adopted and I wasn't naturally there so I had no filter I didn't get that genetically (laughs) so I would spout out what I saw or the dream I had and that was just not it was too I guess abrasive for my family or our surrounings in the the 70s and and, and the early 80s Mm -hmm. um so that should have told me that there was something going on with me uh, as far as having abilities uh being able to tap into um the other the other realm or the one foot in the spirit realm or whatnot however you want to call it um but as i grow older and um kind of like david there were years in my life that were filled with severe trauma mm-hmm. And um, I think it took a backstage to all of that. I didn't have any, I didn't have any abilities during those years. And, and I think the universe purposely does that for people uh, because if, if you're going through such a traumatic um, life experience, they don't want to add to um and i don't know that's just my opinion um other people may um say it's bullshit or whatever but it, for me that's how it felt um then later on i got into a stable place in my life and it was like it hit me with a ton of bricks uh some of the shows started coming out um uh, what is it what was it called uh the haunting Everybody knows the haunting, sure. <laughs> you know, yep. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, it's not like the first uh, Penn State with uh, um, Brian. Uh, with Brian Buell. Ryan, yeah, yeah, Brian Buell. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched him and Katrina and Michelle Ballinger back before they were even what they are today. And it was just something there that I'm like, oh, my God, it, it was like the light bulb went off. This is what I have or some sort of the variation. And this is what I need to further research because I was having entities crawl up my legs at night. I was having things come to me and try to speak to me. And and in hindsight, they just wanted help, mm-hmm. but it scared the shit out of me, you know? But apparently the universe deemed that I was okay to to go forth with that uh, type of thing. And now here I am with David. 
when you had those experiences or you said something was crawling up your leg and having these experiences with entities, these sort of things, if I'm understanding the timeline right, they, they started to occur once your life was kind of back on a, a stable track. Is that accurate? Yes. Okay. Yes. Now, the, uh, the, the thing crawling up my leg, um, yeah, it did seem a little ominous um mm -hmm. it always waited until my boyfriend left the uh the apartment to go to work and i would think it was him coming back in you know for you know whatever <laughs> sure you know but it wasn't him <laughs> and and i did at that point i did reach out to uh a um the only thing that i knew to reach out to which was something there in charlotte north carolina and I didn't have a really good experience with them trying to help me. And that could have been my lack of explaining what was going on or they just, who knows. Mm -hmm. But it kind of left a bad taste in my mouth as to how to go forward with this. So um, I knew things were happening, but just as a child, as an adult, I was still in that same predicament of who's going to believe me? Yeah. Am I going crazy? Y you know, the military's already said I I'm freaking crazy. I'm, I'm ex-military. <laughs> so the military's already deemed me crazy. So it's like, do I really want to put this out there? <laughs> <laughs> sure. I mean, and, and, and I mean, tell me what, what happened there where you, you did contact someone you weren't very happy with, what happened what, what exactly went on in that experience that made you go i don't know about this um it was i have a really good uh, ability to read people um especially face to face but i can also read people's um intent or their emotions their um as i'm speaking to them and maybe i was a little bias because i was a little nervous mm -hmm. but i didn't feel like they had an interest or believed my story mm -hmm. so that in itself right there i'm like to heck with you sure you know and not saying that i wouldn't communicate with them again because they're still an established um thing in in the carolinas but that particular thing years ago which mm -hmm. was about eight years ago um still stands out in my head so when you're having these sort of things happen to you and and you feel you're in a good place now and you said everything kind of calmed down or stopped while you were going through those years of trauma and then boom this stuff is happening what's going through your mind i mean what where are you mentally in a place of going uh, trying to identify what, what's even happening what what are you thinking is going on there is uh, very there's various different levels of me explaining that um, it's um, I still have trouble with um, things on a daily basis from PTSD and uh, and, and you know uh, military and whatnot. So um, uh, David knows. David definitely knows um, things. They will attach to me very quickly they will um christy, david yeah is. christy christy is a a firelight to the other side mm -hmm. um she is very attractive to them because of her energy 
And if you ever meet Christy, you'll understand what I'm saying because when she walks in a room, you can really feel the power. And I always quote a, uh, uh, or paraphrase something from Buffy the Vampire Slaying once more with feeling of when the uh, when the <laughs> demon is sitting down, and uh, and and uh, the actress comes in and he goes, mm, "There's real power," and that's what happens with Christy. Now, with the entities that attach to her, um, it's really weird, Tony, because it's not that she's not inviting, but it just it she's like. She's like a light and a moth just keeps coming to it. You know, she doesn't want to talk to talk about this, but I'll I'll give you a little thing of of when we were at the Hinsdale house. Mm-hmm. And this chills me to the bone about what what happened there and I know people debate about the Hinsdale house all the time, but the experiences we had there were <laughs> were oh, I, I unmistakably never, real. Yeah, I'll never go back to that house whatsoever. <clears throat> and so we had a really great uh, session early in the morning. We stayed the night and uh, we had a REM pod in, in the closet there and the red pod goes off at six in the morning. And uh, our, our buddy, uh, Josh, uh, with Attic Junkie Paranormal, he um, he reprogrammed it so that the Halloween theme would come on. So that <laughs> up. It, that's a yeah. nice touch. Yeah, yes. at six in the morning in the yeah. Hinsdale house. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great touch. <laughs> so, so uh, you know, so fast forward we we have this great investigation uh during the morning and things like that and we're getting ready to leave and and christy christy goes out there's a there's a pond out there with a bench and everything like that and she goes come and get me in 20 minutes david because she just needed to really ground herself and get back to her reality where she needed to because everything that happened the night before was incredible with two two attachments you know things trying to come out of the forest of where where i dealt with with another person there um trying to protect christy and everybody else and christy's sitting on this on this bench and we go up and i go okay it's been 20 minutes christy come on let's uh, let's start getting getting ready to go and she she's just smiling and smiling and she's looking over towards uh where there's just some tall brush and where the forest is she goes yeah i've made my peace here but there's something here that uh is just not wanting me to go or not wanting to let me go um you know i go well what is it christy and she goes well it's a large uh large entity with a bold head with red eyes and i look over there and i saw an outline of something like it uh i didn't see the full apparition or anything like that um that rocked me to my core so i immediately grabbed her hand <clears throat> pardon me and uh then proceeded to go in the house and grab my grab my luggage and the keys to the car and <laughs> pulled everybody else by, out by the ears uh, you know uh, to get in the car because it it basically let her know and let me know that it was time to go and if we were going to stay there anymore uh, i think there would have been some problems Hope you enjoyed this 15-minute preview of one of this week's two brand new episodes of The Grave Talks. To hear the rest and get new episodes every Monday and Tuesday right in your podcast feed, search The Grave Talks wherever you download podcasts and press subscribe or visit thegravetalks.com.